now you caged in This is what boys turn to made men This ain't no game, ain't no playpen Come with the hook and the kick, now your stomach is sick and there ain't no escaping Come to the cage and get knocked out Come into work and get clocked out Get hit with uppercut, straight to the uppercut Down for the count and he can't even talk now This MMA, what we talking about? Yeah, you tuned into the pod now Gonna be hard for you to stop now Yeah, we caged in Welcome back to another episode of Caged In. I'm your host, Chris DiCarlo. Got a very special guest on the line with me today. He's fighting at WFC 146 this Saturday night. It's my man, Freddie Johnson. How we doing, bro? What's up? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I know, you, like I said, you got to fight literally this Saturday. We're recording this on Thursday night, so I appreciate you, you know, taking a little bit of time to come out and talk to you, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate the opportunity. Of course, of course. All right, man, like I mentioned, you're fighting Saturday night, WFC 146. Before we get into the action, I want to get into your backstory a little bit. You know, every good story starts with an origin story. So let's talk about you for a bit, man. Uh, where were you born and raised and kind of what was growing up like for you? Well, I was, wild. Uh, I was actually born in Montana, Great Falls, Montana, of all places. Right. Uh, my dad was in the military, in the Air Force. I was birthed out there. But I'm a Cali boy, man. I was raised in California. I came out to California when I was like four years old. Um, growing up, it was rough. I'm not even gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a lot of trauma. You know what I'm saying? Come from a poverty, stricken area, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I always had a love for martial arts. You know what I'm saying? Like, watching Ninja Turtles and Three Ninjas, doing cartwheels and front flips in the living room as a kid. It was just in my spirit, man. So Hell yeah. that's how I got into it a little bit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, did you play any sports growing up? Were you an athlete? Yeah, actually, uh, my ba- my background started with basketball. My nice. dad played. My sister, my brother. I was on varsity team uh, freshman year, so was my brother, so it kind of ran in the family. Uh, I wrestled for a season, which was weird, right. because through that, I found skateboarding. That's what I really did, man. I was a professional skateboarder, and that's all I ever did. And I still skateboard. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. yeah, that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. How did that transition into MMA? How did you get involved in the sport, and what got you into the gym? Uh, well, I guess I'm a, a jack-of-all-trades. Uh, mm. So what had happened was, um, at a certain time, I was doing music as well, hip-hop music, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Tours and stuff like that. Nice. And I was just kind of in the bar scene, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was either doing shows and partying and writing music, that's basically it. And I was at a bar in my hometown in Placentia, mm-hmm. seeing this guy walking around in the bar with a Muay Thai jacket on. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the martial arts that I've always been fascinated with and wanted to learn, but right. couldn't ever find anybody to teach it. So of all places, I see this guy in the bar with a Muay Thai jacket on, hit him up. He ends up taking me to a fight where his fighters are fighting in Simi Valley and threw me in the fight. I beat this dude, and that's how my journey started. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy story, man. Pretty crazy <laughs> story. For sure, for sure. Hey, man, I love stories. Uh, your nickname, man, you go by The Blade. What's the story behind the nickname? Uh, yeah, um, well, actually, I changed it. Um, they call me Coach Freddy now. But Okay. So I guess I'm going to be announced as Coach Freddy The Blade. Oh, yeah. The backstory back be... Uh, by the blade name is uh, I was working at a gym and uh, you know, I have colored eyes if you guys can't see that. And mm. I used to rock the uh, the fro the uh, frohawk, mm-hmm. so they thought I was like, Oh, you do martial arts, you're a black guy, you got crazy eyes, you're like, You're like, Bussy Slash, you're the blade, yeah. So that's how I got that name, you know, stuff. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Let's talk about your gym a little bit. Uh, what gyms are you currently training at? Uh, if there's only one or more than one, just kind of highlight what gyms you're involved with right now. Okay, so my main gym is Sequence Jiu-Jitsu over in Norco, California. We have multiple locations, but the main hub's in Norco. Uh, fighter, UFC fighter, Johnny Munoz Jr. is here. Um, mm-hmm. 6-0 pro, 
UWC, uh, Allen Superglue Martinez, and myself uh, coming up with the three pros here. We have a couple amateurs, but we have a, a ton of jiu-jitsu world champions in this gym. Um, a lot of gold medalists are just yeah. number one or two ranked in uh, all competitions like every year, man. Like, nice. um, I'm blessed to be here. I love this place. And then also, I represent A1 Boxing in Huntington Beach. Right. Uh, kind of a pure boxing gym, but, you know, we have a bare-knuckle boxer there. Just got knocked out of the year. Mark yeah. Irwin, awesome guy. And then uh, also myself over there, too. So. Good we shit, got some man. Coaches as well. Hell yeah, hell yeah, good stuff. Um, this fight camp specifically, have you done anything different, or is this just kind of typical fight camp? You know, business as usual. Um, you know, for me, the physical aspect is always here because I'm always in the gym. I've been uh, training in martial arts now for about 11 years, mm. and teaching probably six years, maybe a little longer than that. But I'm always working out. I'm always in the gym. Um. The only thing that's different is the mindset that changes, how I feel, what's going on in my life that kind of affects me. Um, but more so just each time I fight, the more I train, the more I grow, the more belief I have in myself. And, you know, so the only thing that's really different is just my mind state. I'm, I'm a lot stronger mentally, emotionally. I feel super ready for this fight like like I've never been before. I have so much support behind me for this one, man. It just seems like everything's lining up. It's divine. And you know, I'm in great shape. I'm ready to just to go. Hell yeah, man. I love to hear. I can tell you're fired up. Uh, you're getting in that mindset, ready to go in just a, a few short days, man. Fight night's coming up. Um, how has your overall MMA game kind of um, evolved since like the beginning of your MMA training to now getting ready for your second pro fight? How have you seen your game um, evolve in that time? Uh, I've, I've seen it evolve pretty greatly, um, mostly due to the people I have around me. Like I said, uh, UFC fighter Johnny Munoz and Alan Superglue Martinez, those guys are a big, uh, big influence to me as far as my work, work ethic goes, mm-hmm. learning how to be calm and do technique, do jujitsu and learn. Um, so I feel I've become more well-rounded in the MMA game. I feel sure. my striking is strong because I have a Muay Thai base and people tell me I always have hands, you know what I'm saying? So that's cool. That helps. But, uh, right. you know, you can't just be one dimensional in this game. Um, so I feel like I've become more of a complete martial artist. Mm. Uh, I definitely consider myself a martial artist and not a fighter, but I'll take the title fighter too. That's cool. For sure, for sure. Um, how has Fight Camp been for you? Uh, this, you know, this Fight Camp getting ready for your second pro fight. Overall, how has Fight Camp been for you uh, this time around? I think it's been amazing, man. Um, I'm healthy, which is very rare. Usually, uh, you know, you train so hard that you're going to get injured eventually mm-hmm. uh, during the training. But you know, right now I'm 100% physically. I feel healthier than ever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I quit smoking for this one. Um, so I feel really good. Nice. Uh, I'm just ready to go, man. <laughs> Fight counts me yeah. great. Good shit, good shit. All right, man. WFC 146 this Saturday night. Flyweight belt versus David Cicada, who is also a 1-0 pro. Um, what do you know about your opponent? Have you done the tape study? And uh, what do you know about his game? Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen some of his stuff. Uh, he's, a I think, a kickboxer by origin. I've seen him in some uh, fighters rep fights. He's pretty aggressive. He comes forward. You know, he's there to fight. He throws. So um, I think it's a good matchup for myself as well. He's also a purple belt in jiu-jitsu like me. Um, I think I'm a little higher ranked than him, but that really doesn't doesn't mean too much. Right. Um, I know it's from Chad George's gym. Chad George, the former Bellator fighter. Mm-hmm. I know they're good for grappling, but this guy is a striker. So I think it's right. going to be some fireworks. We're just going to stand up and bang it out and see who falls. For sure. Do you see, uh, looking back at his game, um, do you see his strengths and weaknesses, and what do you what do you see as those as? 
Uh, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not gonna really say too much about that. I'm just gonna yeah, for sure. Do the work and uh, mm -hmm. see if my analysis is correct. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I expect a hard fight. Um, I always respect all my opponents. Like I said, I'm a martial artist. I'm not a, a fighter. I don't go with the mindset. I'm gonna walk all over this guy. And da -da -da. Mm -hmm. you know, I have support, and people want to believe in you. They're gonna tell you that. But you know, sure. being humble and being a martial artist and knowing about reality, it's another man that's been training like I've been training. You know, he's one and no undefeated pro like myself, and he's coming to win. So, and I'm coming to win. So, Thanks. you know, the, may the best man do that. For sure, for sure. When you visualize this fight and, you know, you always, you know, you go through the visualization of how you see this matchup playing out. Um, how do you see yourself getting your hand raised on Saturday night? I see my hand, myself getting my hands raised with a smile. And then after that, I'll embrace, I'll embrace my opponent and, you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll continue our journey from there. But my hand will be raised at the end of the night. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I love the, I love the energy, bro. I love it. Uh, let's talk about the future a little bit, man. 2023 is still early. Um, how many fights would you like to get in by the end of the year? And um, if like if everything goes to plan? Uh, I'd like to get a couple more. Um, look, I'm 40 years old, so mm -hmm. just get that out of the bag. In this game, I'm an old man, so uh, you know it's hard to kind of move up the ladder in a way. Uh, but when people do see me and they see how I move, they're like, what the hell, you're 40 years old? So that helps. Um, mm -hmm. Ultimately, I would like to get a fight in the UFC if possible. Uh, even if it's a one-fight contract. I never planned to do uh, to, to fight. This just happened, you know. Um, right. My plan was to be a professional skateboarder. That's all I ever knew. That's all I was mm -hmm. ever doing. That's all I was good at. But, you know, God has his own plans for us all. And life takes you whatever direction it wants to take you. So I'm just riding this out. I'm enjoying it. I'm grateful and blessed that i'm this age and i can compete with kids or men uh 20 years younger than me 10 years younger than me and still beat them man so you know i'm just i'm just i'm just blessed man and i'm just taking it as far as it can go win or lose or draw i'm already excelling in my own mind's belief of what i could do in this martial arts uh arena man so I'm, sure. I'm already winning hell yeah man hell yeah uh you mentioned it man you're 40 years old uh going into your second pro fight um, you know, you mentioned that this wasn't your first avenue of, or this wasn't your plan to become a professional fighter. Um, now that you are here, how are you looking at it um, in, the, in the aspect of your life where you are 40 years old, taking on your, your second pro fight? I think it's amazing, um, personally. Uh, and also, it's, it helps me to be a better coach, because that's mm -hmm. what I do pretty much. Um, I'm training all the time while I'm teaching. And through the martial arts, through fighting, through learning, through growing, I'm becoming a better coach, a better role model and leader to the people around me. And uh, so, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a benefit. Like I said, win, lose or draw, I'm still in there. I'm getting the experience. I'm really knowing what's going on psychologically, emotionally, and I'm really getting that firsthand knowledge I can pass on to the next generation when I hang, hang the gloves up, you know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. You mentioned that you have some crazy stories. So let, let's get into one, man. Give me give me a crazy story oh. related related to MMA. Something in the okay. MMA realm. Yeah. Well, this is more of a personal story. This, this is a, a story of, uh, you know, perseverance. Mm -hmm. So I feel that whenever in life you're going to do something that maybe we're called to do or something that's for the good, uh, there's opposing forces that don't want that, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, for instance, uh, you know, I'm cutting weight right now. This happened two days ago. All right? I'm mm -hmm. dropping with this one. Yeah, that's it. I'm cutting weight. Uh, just get my coffee, right? And then I'm at, um, I'm leaving the shopping center, okay? Mm -hmm. And 
before I leave the shopping center to hit the main street, there's a stop sign directly in front of me. There's a row of restaurants. And then if I turn right, it's going to be the exit to take me out to where I need to go. Right. So I'm at the stop sign, right? First thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm at the stop sign and parked, fumbling around in my car, trying to get stuff situated. And this guy's reversing out of the parking space in front of me, right? right. And homie's not slowing down. So I honk at him. He's not responding. So I have to put my car in reverse and move back. Had I not done that, he would have hit me, right? Right. So then, uh, you know, I honked at him, bing, 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 right? So, you know, sometimes when people are mad and, like, they'll put their car and park real hard and it'll shake. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the experience I had. Homie, I honked <laughs> at him. Homie put his car in park all hard. I'm cut weight, man. So I'm like, dude, don't come already, already on edge as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of already on edge. He comes to my window. Can I cuss on the show or no? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Anything. Okay, he comes to my window. He's my window. Fuck you, motherfucker. And I was like, what the fuck? So I get out of the car. And I was like, hey, hey, dude, you almost hit my car. What the fuck's up with you, right? Right. Goes to his car. I go to his window. I was like, hey, fuck you, right? And yeah. then uh, he's like, oh, you did it now. You did it now, right? Starts going to the side console and shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. He might have a gun, you know? I'm from the right. streets. It's the first thing I'm going to think. Mm-hmm. He might have a gun. So I hop out, hop back to the like back towards the back of his vehicle. Mm-hmm. And then he gets out. And I see him. He has this big-ass white styrofoam cup in his hand. It's like a big-ass 32-ounce, right? And right. I see this black in there. And I was like, oh, shit, this fool's got coffee, right? Yeah. It happened so fast that, you know, I realized this afterwards. So, motherfucker comes out with a big-ass cup, 32-ounce of hot-ass coffee. Yeah. So, I started trying to drink him left, right, left, right? <laughs> I went left, went right, and he got me on the fucking left side of my face, splash, scorching hot oh, coffee. Oh, no. He threw yeah. the whole coffee at you? Just like... No, he threw the whole fucking coffee, wasted his God, job, right? All my face. Scorched me. I had my sweater on and the thermal went through that, burned me, right? And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Homie tried to hop in his car. I'm raging now. Yeah. I got the handle, I ripped the door open. He's like, hit me, hit me, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like kind of freaking out, dude. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking like, don't do it, don't do it. So what do I do? I spit the dude's face. I yeah. hop the fat, coffee looking in the dude's face. And then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're not going to say what the rest is. I didn't put my hands on him, but, yeah. you know, he's going to have some car damage to fix. Yeah. And after that, he's like, oh, you, you did it now. Goes back in the car. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's really going to get the heat now. So right. I get my whip. And then by the time he comes out, he's had his phone. He's fumbling his phone around. I guess he's trying to get my license plate. Yeah. I bounce out. Okay. Yeah. That, that happened like, two days ago. That's the first thing that happened in the morning. But wait, it gets better. Oh, good. Let me just, let me just say this. Uh, normally, I wouldn't act like that. But, I mean, fuck. I'm a, I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit was out of control. And I definitely hate when people do something wrong and then try to, you know, fuck me over for it. Like, I don't go right. through that kind of stuff, you know? Oh, for sure. So anyways, fast forward. Go train. Whatever. And then I want to go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving around, get to my destination, looking for my wallet. Oh, where's my wallet at? So can't find my wallet. I'm kind of panicking. Mm-hmm. Rip my whole car apart. My wallet's fucking gone. Same day. So then uh, I decide to, you know, have my bank card, my new ID, my Costco card, everything in there I needed. Right. So then I decide to check my Chase app. Lo and behold, somebody's spending my money. Oh, right? somebody took your wallet. Somebody found my wallet. So I, I figured what, when all that stuff happened, my wallet flew out of the car. Yeah. Now, that's not the worst part. I had over $500 cash in there. That mm. shit's gone. So I lost my lost a bunch of money. Yeah. It was it was a bad day. Uh, but <laughs> Sounds like a rough day, bro. Yeah, but, you know, all in all, I feel like this, dude, like, you know, I like I said earlier, I've had a kind of traumatic life. I've had a hard life, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to have any pity points for that, but, you know, it was kind of my first 
ring around the rosy to say. For sure. Uh, I've grown so much from those times in a healthy way. I've healed in a healthy way. So that money was a blessing to somebody else. Somebody got that 600 bucks. Hey, you eat, feed your family. Who knows? Maybe you want some alcohol. Maybe alcohol. Get you to do what you do. All right. Um, at the end of the day, it's all going to be replaced. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not poor. I'm not broke. I'm still going to eat. I still have money. I can walk. I can breathe. So, you know, you got to be grateful for everything. You know what I'm saying? Like material possessions. What is that? You know, it's cool. It's fun, but it's really about being happy and, you know, being healed inside yourself. That's the true richness of life. I think. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, it sounds like you definitely matured through the years and maybe, you know, Freddie from the past might've reacted a little bit different to that scenario. And uh, definitely seems like you've kind of grown and learned your lesson and, and found healthier ways to deal with it. So that's always a positive as well. Yeah, Freddie from the past would not be in this uh, interview. He'd be in prison right now eating hardcore bread and yeah. fighting off rapists and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you taking the time, bro. Before I get you out of here, um, anything that you want to say about your fight coming up on Saturday night? Um, you know, like I said, it is about a couple of days away. You know, you're you're switching into into fight mode and you're getting ready to go. Um, any any last words you want to say about the fight and what's about to go down Saturday night? Um, well, uh, WFC is a new promotion that my team's trying out. We're usually doing like King of the Cage. Like I said, uh, my partner Johnny Munoz in the UFC, we do UWC, but this venue looks pretty amazing. Uh, from what I see on their Instagram profiles, they throw great shows, and um, I'm really excited to be, to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot, like I said, I have a lot of people supporting me. I've never had this before, so it really just energized me. And once again, I want to thank everybody that purchased tickets from A1 Boxing, from Secret Jiu Jitsu, Norco. It won't box me Huntington Beach. And man, like your guys' belief in me and just your support is really like turning me on some super saiyan shit. I feel like I feel like I cannot be defeated. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm going out with the Mike Tyson attitude. I want to put on a show for everybody, make you get your money's worth. And then, you know, make it a memorable experience for everybody involved. Hell yeah, man. I love that. And before I forget, man, one last thing before I get you out of here. I like to end these interviews with, like, fun, random questions, you know, just something off the cuff. So whatever comes to mind for the answers, man, just hit me with it and let's keep it rolling. Uh, First and foremost, man, who is your favorite artist of all time? Martial artist, picture artist, rapper? Uh, Give me your your favorite, like, musical artist. That changes. Right now, I have to go with... Dave East and Millie's. I go with both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, martial artist. Uh, you know, I, I like Charles Oliveira. Uh, he's one of my favorites. He's a one of the most well-rounded fighters in the UFC. If you ask me personally, everybody's Agreed. got their own opinions. Great. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. What else we got? Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, do you have any? Like you said, you were a professional skateboarder, so I'm sure you got some scars. Uh, yeah. What's what's your, what's your craziest scar story? You know, honestly, probably just multiple rolled ankles. I never broken anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got some. I got some. I had a crazy concussion. I was mm-hmm. at a skate park back in the day, and I was trying a new trick down this uh, like rail, kick mm-hmm. kick flip front side board slide. Mm-hmm. I I kind of mastered it, but just the angle was kind of messing with me and getting in my head. So the time I decided to stick it right, I flip it, catch it on top, and as soon as I land on the board and the rail, the board shoots out from under my feet, just boom. Uh-huh. I damn near did a backflip, bro. Almost landed directly on my head, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, goddamn. Uh, yeah, but and I barely missed the rail, but I hit the ground so hard that it slapped me up. And oh, you like bounced? Up, right? Doing this like in the cartoons, like with the birds over your head. Because <laughs> yeah. I was watching the video, I was like, oh shit, I had a concussion, I think, at that time. But that's probably like the gnarliest injury I've had. Yeah. Uh, if you could hang out with one cartoon character, 
for a day, who would it be? Give me like old school cartoon, new school anime, doesn't matter which who, who you got. That's crazy, yo. Oh. <laughs> um, it's probably not gonna be the right answer because I'm put on the spot. I have to think fast. Yeah. But, uh, I want to hang out with Saitama from One, one Punch Man. Yeah, he's that's, not, that's not a bad one at all. Yeah, I mess with him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's always got. I, I'm a Sagittarius. If you doubt the zodiac, I'm always all over the place. I like adventure, so you know, Saitama's always getting into something. Somebody's gonna come find him, or he's gonna come find something. So I just want to be rolling with him and experience that. Hell yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, if you, you know, kind of rolling off the same thing, man. Uh, if you could have one superpower, uh, what would it be? Oh, I like that one. So instant teleportation. Yeah, hell yeah. To any, I can get down with that. Any to any environment in any dimension that I would be able to survive in. Mm. Oh yeah, that, that's a good one. That's like a good that. one, man. What about uh, you? What, what, what about your superpower? Ooh, let me, let me superpower. Uh, I like teleportation too, man. I like. I don't. I don't like like long travel. So if I could just like teleport to wherever I need yeah. to go, I would love that. That'd probably be my go-to. Great minds think alike, sir. Of course, of course. And last one, man. Are you a football fan? Do you watch the NFL? Only on Super Bowls and only with his beer. Agree. I love that. Uh, well, speaking of super, speaking of Super Bowls, man, there is one coming up. Uh, do you have a prediction on who's going to win between the Eagles and the Chiefs? Um, Eagles and the Chiefs, huh? You know, I, I think I want to go with the uh, the Chiefs, Kansas City. Yeah. Um, I think they've got a great team going on this year. Um, they're on fire, so I think they're just going to keep continuing to pull the trigger and. Take that Super Bowl trophy home this year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Well, I appreciate the time. I got to get you out of here, man. I know you got to get back to uh, get back to training. So thank you so much for your time, bro. I appreciate you. And um, any final words you want to say before we wrap up? Um, yo, I just want to say uh, this word for everybody. No matter who tells you what, whether it be your girlfriend, mom, dad, your closest friend, if they tell you can't do something. Don't listen to them because the mm. second that you do means you can. Mm. I've been told that I couldn't be a fighter. I've been told a, a lot of stuff. I'm 40 years old and I'm doing it. I'm about to do my second professional fight on a, on a huge stage. So I didn't listen to them and neither should you guys. So always believe in yourself. Always believe in yourself. Always strive to be a better person. Mm. Let go of negativity. You know what I'm saying? Let go of negative people and just live your life as best and as positive as you can. Hell yeah, man. Amen. Amen, man. I love the way you just said that. Uh, thank you for the words before we wrap up. And uh, best of luck Saturday night, man. I hope you go out there, get that second W, uh, get your hand raised, do it with a smile like you always do, and, and enjoy the rest of your weekend, bro. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you having me on, brother. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, man. All right, Dougie.